Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California with my co-host, Joey Nocho-Freno. You were like, it's not morning, it's not evening. What do I do? Do I mid- midday in the Smut Studio? You literally yeah. knew exactly what was going on in You're my like, head. Venice Beach, California. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Yeah, it's 5.37. Yeah, 5.37 here on a... Tuesday. Tuesday. You're recording this early, so I'm headed out to Tahoe tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of lot of recording. Then you and Laz are going to do dirty slides. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to slide it up after this. It's nonstop. Are you producing dirty slides for us today? I can. Do you want me to? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. We'll get you. Yeah. Uh, show the interns what they're doing. Yeah. yeah I'll take. Uh, I'll take Trevor's seat, <laughs> and uh, I'll be off mic. And, and you can get super high and delete the episode. No, you know what? Shots I, fired. Yeah, right. I I can't get high because I got I got to tell jokes tonight, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not good stoned. You got the hostel show. Yeah, I'm hosting, so uh, I, I got to make sure that you know I, I prep them for everybody else. <laughs> I butter them up, so to speak. That's a tough crowd to butter up, too. It can be, man. Foreigners, I'll tell you what. When they don't speak English. Not easy to tell jokes at yeah, times. Yeah, but then there's there's no, like, I, whenever they don't speak English, I'm just like, well, can't tell if you like me anyway. Like, yeah, if you don't speak English, I sorry. You usually do well in that room, though. I do okay. Because you can do crowd work. That's a yeah. crowd work room. I like it when they don't. That, I feel like uh, every time I do the hostel there, I feel like doing. I'm Letterman doing his monologue. Like the best ones are the ones where they don't go well, where they don't get the joke, and then I have to explain the joke. Yeah. And then everybody laughs at the explanation, and then we move on to the next one. We, and they don't get it, and then we, I get a laugh explaining it. Did you see the Santa Monica press? What is it? Daily Press gave us a big write up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That the woman secretly came. Majid to a- having a having a bonanza of a press week. Yeah, kind of make an appearance on later in the episode of Dirty Sports. Here. Yeah, yeah, to talk. He's in, wor- the, he's in the newspaper. That's right to talk World Cup. But yeah, she she secretly came to the comedy show. So, investigative reporting. Yeah, and then she called us both up to do interviews. And it, sadly, it was a show that I was actually out of town. Or I, where was I? I forget what I. Yeah, I wasn't hosting that night. But regardless. Uh, that's one of the lines. If you read the article in the paper, that's what I said. I Basically what you just said. I said, some of my favorite nights are when there's 40 people in there. You can't move. It's packed. And no one laughs at anything. Like that weird watching every comic die, I kind of enjoy. Like my favorite nights are when no one laughs and I have sex with two Israeli stewardesses. <laughs> Sorry, flight attendants. Yeah, this is this is 2018. Yeah. You, can't, you can lose your job for saying stewardess these days. You think? Yeah, probably. That's right. You don't hear that term anymore. No. I, I think what happened was when gay dudes overtook that job. Homosexuals, Andy. <laughs> you can't say gay dudes? No, you can't say gay dudes. By the way, quick. quick. I had a gay retarded midget stewardess recently, though. Did you? No. I just, thought, <laughs> no, I I just wanted to pack everything in one statement. 
I have an update, though, for our discussion last episode about who would get more numbers. Yeah. I was texting you. I, I reached out to my, my buddy, Drew Picorni, who, who's been on Dent Report. He basically laughed and said, nobody's getting numbers, which is right, true. Right, right. Not in the gay community. And, and that's what I said after you texted me. I was like, well, I guess there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to be gay for a week, so you can fuck more dudes. Yeah. He basically said no gay dudes are getting numbers, and he gave recommendations for each of us where to go, where we could pick yeah, up the most gay I, I, men. And I was like, we're not actually trying to go pick up gay men. He's like, well, if you're going to do it. <laughs> he also said we're pretty cocky. Like, and I like that how you and I both just assume gay dudes want to bang us. I didn't. I don't assume that at all. I never. I never had any. I never even thought about it once. I just. I just have had numerous occasions where I've been harassed by gay dudes, and I had my drinks bought for me in San Francisco by a gay dude who thought he was taking me home, and I was like, oh, that's not happening. But this makes sense. He was saying if you were to want to pick up men. You would go into Silver Lake, which is the hipster area of L.A., and he was naming bars you could you could basically get dudes to pick you up on, which makes sense. You were saying because San Francisco is all hipster. Yeah, it's very it's very hipster town. San Francisco is its own vibe too. I I I can't if, I can't decide if that's offensive to hipsters or San Franciscans to refer to them as hipsters, but either way, San Francisco is its own got its own vibe. It was around this time last year when we made our trip. Yeah. The infamous pegging chick. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. By the way, I, 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 I'll just leak it because I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm hearing rumors. I jokingly said when you got the centaur photo over there, yeah. I jokingly said, we need one of me getting pegged, and there was a Photoshop that somebody had done oh boy. of uh, Katie Cerniglia. How's it actually pronounced? Cerniglia. Whatever. We're going to say Cerniglia. Yeah. Of her pegging me, and I've heard there's rumors that there might be. What is that called? What is the technical term of that? What you have? That's a canvas. A canvas. There's rumors there might be a canvas of me getting pegged, and I'm like, wait, what? Is this going to go up in the smut studio? It's going to go above your bed. You're just going to keep putting really disturbing things above your bed until somebody finally breaks. I want to see you getting pegged by Harambe. That that to me that would be the ghost of Harambe pegging you. Yeah. And, well, I'll, and I'll wait to put that one up when my mom visits. Yeah. Put the pegging one in your bathroom, just so when people go in there, it's like, what happened? <laughs> I remember my sister painted a self-portrait. I think she was in high school. She did a canvas of a self-portrait, and it was terrible. It looked like she was, like, melting. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was so funny that uh, I took it and I put it up in our bathroom in, in Brooklyn, and people would be like, who is that above your toilet? <laughs> I was like, that's my sister's self-portrait. That's great. Well, Prano, we do have some sports to get to. Yeah. But before we do that, I just want to say I'm in a good mood right now. Like I said, it's early evening. I cooked a late afternoon meal from Blue Apron. Did you? What did yeah. you cook? I cooked the the ramen. I don't know the technical name of the meal. The technical name. Sorry, Blue Apron, but uh, it, I don't know it, the scientific name. It, but it was ramen with pork and snap peas. Okay, it was delicious. I had a pork with uh, mustard seeds and coleslaw and potato salad last night from Blue Apron, and it was delicious. You cooked that with your lady? I did. What I like, and you called me out on this earlier, and you're right. What's great is. Play-by-play, step-by-step, directions from Blue Apron. Yeah, it's great. I I handle all the cooking of the meat 
and the anything that happens on the burners and the grill and in the oven. And I let my lady do all the vegetable prep ah. and the, the dicing and the slicing and the washing of the produce. It's great. You're tag teaming those meals. Yeah. And actually, the way they write the directions is, is that's actually the best way to do it. Yeah. Grab a second person. Dirtballs, you too can take advantage of a great offer we have at Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com forward slash dirty. That's blueapron.com forward slash dirty to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay. I highly recommend it, guys. Get your get, yeah. get three meals. Make them with your lady. Make them with your your man. Make them with your significant other. Invite a lady over for dinner. Ooh, a first date situation. Ooh. How about you come over and I cook for you? Try it. Get your first three meals and tell me it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, like I said, we, we're going to do World Cup later in the show. We, yeah. we already pre-recorded that. Soccer. With Michael Majid. We, we go in-depth. Uh, but before we do that, I know the NBA season's over, but I want to talk. I, there's a few things I want to talk about. But NBA trolling season has just begun. Are you referring to Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant, Draymond Green wearing an Arthur meme shirt today. All kinds of shit happening. Well, okay, for, let's do Draymond first. Yeah. He trolled last year yep. with the Quickie shirt yeah. off of Quickie Loans. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of this? I Well, Draymond— I uh, think it's—you say your voice, then I'll say He mine. called Kevin Durant from the parking lot crying after LeBron James beat them now three seasons ago. So there's no there's no trolling here. It's like he's the guy who got beat up in the schoolyard, then told his older brother about it, and his older brother drove over from the high school, beat up a couple middle schoolers, and now the kid walks around going, Yeah, don't fuck with me. Yeah. It's like, dude, you called your high school brother to come beat up middle schoolers on the playground. Sure. That's what you did. Yeah. It, it's embarrassing. And also, the only reason that the, any team had a shot against the Warriors is if Draymond Green shot the ball. So, it's kind of gross to me. I think I think it's just lame. Well, you also you already want like you you want you swept them. What what do you? Yeah. What's the trolling? Not to mention, I always say, say it to LeBron's face, bro. You can yeah. do that. Right. Like you're not gonna do it to LeBron's face. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't even. I did see that actually. I want to talk about Swaggy P for a minute. Uh-huh. Bro, you, you, th- what, what are you doing? You're a wannabe J.R. Smith? You're well, a- I mean, is that really a thing to want to be? But he is. He's a poor man's J.R. Smith. He's doing this whole thing. I put it out on our uh, social media feeds. The clips or the the post that he put on his own social media, how it's the it's the the shirtless summer. He's not wearing a shirt. He's literally doing exactly what J.R. Smith did. I think that's lame. You just copy. You're just copycat. Well, not bro. only is he doing exactly what J.R. Smith did in the parade, he's doing exactly what J.R. Smith did in the basketball games. Again, you're just a guy who misses open threes. Like save the celebrating for the guys who did something. Yeah. What did you do? You were you were a terrible signing. They're definitely going to get rid of you the first opportunity they get. You're gone. And you're having shirtless summer? By the way, I have shirtless summers all the time, bro. Yeah. I'm going to advertise it. Also, Swaggy P, pick up a fanny pack because you're not wearing a shirt, so you should have a place to keep all your gear. Yeah, apparently I do have a fanny pack. Yeah. Consensus 
has said that I do own a phony, fanny pack. Yeah. It's all right. Rogan owns a fanny pack, too, so you're good. That changed my opinion. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, if Joe Rogan owns a fanny pack, it's cool. It's totally cool. You got to get on that train, Prano. Fanny packs, float labs. Yeah. Hair plugs. You don't have any hair plugs. Rogan? He had a disaster. He had a disaster when he tried. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting tattoos. I'll say that no. much. Is Rogan have tattoos? Dude, he's all inked up. His I arms. Know. I honestly, the last time I think I've you listened. Never watched to, a YouTube video? No, I've listened to. I've listened to like maybe five Rogan episodes. I remember from news radio. Does that count? It does. <laughs> I've heard him do some UFC fights. Uh, I've seen him at the Improv a few times. All inked up. You never noticed his arms? Nah. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I think, I think he's probably always wearing sleeves. Yeah. When I've seen him at the clubs. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Kobe Bryant here. Let's do it. Because Kobe won't shut his mouth now. And I know we reamed Kobe a couple weeks ago over his Mamba mentality. Yeah. Uh, but Kobe, look, man. You talk about looking petty. It's not even petty. It's exactly what I said. I've said this about all the people who criticize LeBron. I've said it about all the people that talk trash, all the people that rank people, you know, all the other basketball guys. It's just insecurity. It's insecurity about where he stands. Nobody in their right mind who knows anything about basketball compares LeBron James to Kobe Bryant. Nobody. Nobody. Who understands the game of basketball? Charles Le- Barkley does. Charles Barkley. And he also said he'll sl- – did you see he also said he'll slap anybody who compares LeBron to Michael Jordan now. But Charles Barkley is and always has been a guy who is an entertainer. I- I'm not going to Charles Barkley for the – like they don't let Charles Barkley get on the telestrator. They let, they let Kenny Smith do that. Let Kenny Smith break down the games. Charles Barkley's over there just going, in the, in the 90s, but this is the way it was, you know? It was, it was terrible. It's terrible now. No teams. I mean, he literally said before the Warriors won a championship. The three-point stuff, yeah. No jump-shooting team would ever win a championship. Now they're in the midst of a dynasty. A dynasty. Nobody, like, it's it's on the internet there. The LeBron James is better statistically, than Kobe Bryant in his career in every single statistical measure except free throw shooting. That's it. That's it. It's like I was talking about the the tweet I did about going out of it. If you walk down to Venice Beach tomorrow and some guy goes, hey, I'll give you a million dollars if you beat us in two-on-two. You get to pick... Your teammate between these two guys. This guy's a better passer, rebounder, shooter, scorer, outside shooter, defender, everything. He's just not a better free throw shooter. This guy, he's a better free throw shooter. Who are you taking? Yeah. Also, when, when you talk about when, when my favorite thing to do on the internet when I'm arguing with people who just count titles is to go, Robert Ory greater than Jordan? Right? Seven greater than six. But, but, that's when the butts come in. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 so, but, but, he's so, a role player. Right. So here's, here's the deal. That's what you do when you want to troll back somebody who's just counting titles. But 
There's a reason that Robert Ory isn't better than Michael Jordan. And what's that reason, Andy? Well, Jordan was a better player. Sure. And also, Jordan is the most important player on his team. Yeah. Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan aren't equal because they both were 6-0 in finals and they both played on the Bulls teams. No, Jordan was the best player on those teams. Kobe Bryant has two NBA championships as the best player on his team. And honestly, I've argued it before and I will go to the mats for it again. I don't know if he's the best all-around player on those teams, but he does have the two finals MVPs from those. The majority of people would say Kobe Bryant was the best player on two championship teams. LeBron James has been the best champion player on three championship teams already. It's over. You don't. You'll never match him. Your career's over. His career's still going. You were the best player on two championship teams. He was the best player on three championship teams. He has multiple MVPs. You have one MVP you didn't even deserve. Okay? Shaq carried you to three. Bottom line. Oh, well, actually, uh, Shaq went up against, you know, nobody in those finals. Yeah. And before those finals, he went up against Duncan. And he went up against Garnett. And he went up against Weber. The, and he went up against Rasheed Wallace. All through those playoffs, he had to go through dominant, all-star, and Hall of Fame big man just to get to the finals. He carried Kobe Bryant to three championships. Kobe Bryant has two titles as the best player on his team. LeBron has three. He dominates him in every facet. Well, it's just not even a fucking argument. Well, it's, I want to reiterate what we talked about last episode. Just that. You can't win with just one, and we've seen that. You you know, Kobe needs Shaq, Shaq needs Kobe, vice versa. Kobe needs Pal. You know exactly. So so I think that's important. I'm going to read Kobe's quote because everything we're saying is important, and it's also important to remember this because you make up a good you make a good point. No one can do it alone. Okay. So but, so but what well, LeBron James can do alone. Is get his team to the is finals. Is go to the NBA Finals yeah. in the Week East. He's going to the NBA. In his entire prime, he's played in the NBA yeah. Finals. In Kobe Bryant's prime, when Kobe Bryant was the age, LeBron James is right now, he was missing the playoffs, losing in the first round. Why? Because he had a roster like LeBron James has right now. LeBron James, what about the 2011 Mavs series? What about the 2011 Mavs series where they swept Kobe Bryant? Where they beat him by 40 in game four? Where his coach quit after? Where they fucking were like, we're done. It's over. Where he ended, the 2011 Mavs ended Kobe's career as we know it. That's it. Well, that's the thing. When you read Kobe's quote, and, and I've literally have broke, it, I broke it down there. I was texting Prano. I, what's, what's fascinating is... On one hand, Kobe's basically saying, you as an individual have to do what you have to do to win. But he's also ignoring that it's a team game. Let me just, yeah. read, it. Let me just read his quote. They, by the way, this, there was a big forum that Bleacher Report held. And Bleacher Report asked him this. LeBron has three, three rings. He's been to more finals than any player in modern times. But he's three and six after this series. Does that matter to his legacy? It's about legacy, yo. Bryant wrote, or I'm sorry, responded, all I thought about as a kid personally was winning championships. That's all I cared about. That's how I valued Michael. That's how I valued Larry. That's how I valued Magic. It was just winning championships. Now, everybody's going to value things differently, which is fine. I'm just telling you how I value mine. And then this is the quote, the diss at LeBron, which I think is so hilarious. If I'm Braun... 
you got to figure out a way to win. It's not about narrative. You want to win championships. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. What does that mean? What? what? You know, when you look at LeBron's career and you look at the teams LeBron has lost in the finals, LeBron has lost now to the San Antonio Spurs, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Golden State Warriors. That's it. That's who he's lost to in the finals. And he lost to, you know, the super, the big three that Kobe Bryant is referring to in earlier in the playoffs. And he lost when he was with the Cavs to a bunch of teams because, let's be honest, pre-leaving for Miami, he had no, literally no help. Yeah. That's when he was going to finals with the exact equivalent, if not worse, than the Smush Parker fucking Lakers teams. Okay? Now... Kobe Bryant lost to those Spurs. He lost to those same Spurs. He th- Those Laker teams at one point also had a 1-2 and two record against those Spurs. Now, they went on to have a 4-3 and three playoff record against them. But that's with Shaq. That's with Powell. What about the time when you were losing to those Spurs? You lost to those Spurs. You lost to those Mavs. You lost to that big three Celtics team. Well, you never played a team even close to the level of this Warriors team. Well, agreed on all that. I just want to continue to read what Kobe said. He said, Michael gave me some really good advice after the 08 finals. And to remind everybody, that's when they lost in six games to the Celtics. He says, you got all the tools. you got to figure out how to get these guys to that next level to win that championship. Going into the 2010 series, I said, listen... Boston, they got Ray Allen, they got Paul Pierce, they got Garnett, they got Sheed. The talent is there. They're stacked. That was the first super team. Hilarious. By the way, that is so funny. Kobe Bryant, who who prides himself. Let me just say this. He watched anything with Kobe Bryant. Kobe prides himself on knowing the history of the game. And I used to always watch Jerry West game film. Kobe Bryant is so full of shit to say that that was the first super team. It's like he forgot that just a few years earlier, I don't know, him and Shaq signed Hall of Famers Carl Malone and Gary Payton. Who Gary Payton ended up going on, he went on to Miami then to win a title after he left the Lakers who couldn't get him one. Anyway, side note But on hold that. on, but also let's go back to, so Kobe lost to that Celtics team, and then he found a way to beat that Celtics team. LeBron lost to that Celtics team, and then he ended that Celtics team. That's it. You're going to you're going to New Jersey and you're going to New Jersey and you're going to Miami. That's it. He dismantled that Celtics team. So okay, we got the Celtics. Check. Kobe got the Celtics. Now, uh Kobe lost to the Spurs. Then he figured out a way to beat the Spurs. LeBron lost to the Spurs in Cleveland. Then he beat the Spurs. What the fuck are we talking about here? Kobe got shit on by that Mavs team. Four Game sweep. Lost by 40 in game four. I think it was like 46 or something. It was a stupid number. It was, he got his it fucking was, shit I remember watching in. that game. It, game four was in Dallas. It was a Sunday afternoon. I remember watching it here in the Smut Studio before it was— Bynum's the, fighting people. Yes. Artest is fighting people. It was, it was the worst loss in Lakers Phil Jackson's walking history. away. That was the moment I knew that Mavericks team had— a stupid amount of veterans. But, a but, stupid amount. But this is what I don't understand. 
Kobe, I don't even know why we're talking about this song. LeBron James is a be, be, multi MVP. How many MVPs do you have? Five? Because this isn't this isn't a, this isn't even all about LeBron. To me, this is a lot of this is about just the arrogance and the It's not arrogance. The, it's the, not the arrogance. Ignorance. It's, it's not it's, ignorance. It's not he's Okay, here's the deal, Andy. He's insecure about his legacy and he's lying. That's it. You don't hear Duncan doing this. You don't That's hear Jordan point. doing this. That's the you point. You don't hear You That's know who's insecure about their legacy? Kobe Bryant. You know who's insecure about Paul their Pierce. legacy? Paul Pierce. You know who's insecure about their legacy? Kevin Durant, who's on the internet pretending to be other people. The people that are arguing where they stand That's what I'm saying. and whatever, they're insecure. And you know what, Kobe Bryant? We know it. You're lying. You're lying. We know you're lying. You know you're lying. Everybody knows you're lying. You think you're better than LeBron James? No, you don't. You think you didn't rape that girl? No, you don't. You are a liar. He's lying. He's just lying. It's cool. He's a liar. We've known he's been a liar for a long time. We've known he's been a piece of shit for a long time. He ran Shaq out of town when Shaq carried him to three championships. He's a piece of shit, and he's a liar. He's lying. That's it. It's not an argument. You're lying. No one believes this. No one that knows anything about basketball, and I truly believe Kobe Bryant knows something about basketball, nobody that knows anything about basketball believes this. You do know about basketball. Kobe, you don't believe this. You don't. You don't believe this. There's a reason that people talk about Michael Jordan and Bill Russell and LeBron James and Kareem and Magic and Bird, and they don't talk about Casey Jones and Tommy Heinsohn and fucking Bob Cousy and Robert Ory and Steve Kerr. There's a, the reason that you don't talk about it is you weren't the best player on your team. You weren't. You were the best player on two teams. Maybe. Maybe. And I want to remind everybody, as far as all that's concerned, I want to remind everybody listening, Kobe Bryant's numbers, again, living out here in L.A., I used to watch all those games, Kobe Bryant's Game 7, I have to pull it up. I just have to remind everybody, this, this is just so funny to me, I have to remind everybody, Kobe Bryant in Game 7 of the 2010 Finals, which they won, not because of Kobe. Not at all because of Kobe. They won game seven at home, a game they were losing to the Celtics. Kobe Bryant's numbers, that game, has Jordan ever had a game like this? Has LeBron ever had a game? No. The greats, listen to these numbers. He was 6 of 24 in a game seven NBA. 6 of 24, 0 of 6 from three-point range. You tell me, would LeBron James or Michael Jordan ever go 6 of 24 in a Game 7? That's 25%. You gotta have that killer instinct to keep shooting. You know who won that game? His cast. Let me just read these numbers. Meta World Peace, 20 points. Pau Gasol, 19 points. Give give the rest of Pau Gasol's line because I bet you he had a bunch of rebounds too. I bet you had a couple blocks. Now Kobe had 15 rebounds. That's the only that's the only redeeming stat. Pau had Pau had 19 points, 18 rebounds, and two blocks. Yeah, because the truth is, Pau Gasol was the best all around player on those championship teams. He just was. Meta World Peace had 20 points, five rebounds, and five steals. Oh, and by the way, that's another fact that we all forget. We all forget when the Lakers lost to the Celtics. 
you know, those super teams and I don't need to go anywhere. Who'd they sign? Former Defensive Player of the Year, Ron Artest, to play lockdown defense when he was still in his prime. Yeah. So let's not forget that. And let's also not forget that he ran Shaq out of town and he didn't win a playoff series. Find a way to beat the 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 Mike D'Antoni Phoenix Suns in the first round. They were, yeah, they were up three one. Yeah, weren't they? You know, you or know am how I you, wrong on no, that? No, you're wrong. But I, I'm pretty sure they they weren't up three one. But the, you know how he found a way? Were they he got, up? He got another big man. That's how he found. That's how he found a way. He got an all star big man. I think they were up two one. That's when it was five games yeah, against the Suns. But that's all. But that's all I'm saying. Like, in his prime, I, I, he was losing in the first round of the playoffs. I just get so sick of this this narrative. Does, there is no narrative. He's a, a liar. A find a way. It's a team game. It's a fucking team game, bro. You, bro, you, and you should know this. Of all people, well, hold on, real quick. Of all people, Kobe should know it's a team game. Kobe he, does know. He had smush. Let's listen to his starters. They were not good. They were, and that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll give Kobe that. They were awful. Those years, who was starting for the Lakers? Smush Parker? Chris Mim? Who, who's the fucking the, the big number one draft seven-foot Michael Jordan? Bynum. No, not, not Bynum. Pre-Bynum. The, the, one of the worst draft picks of all time. I don't know. Washington drafted. Jordan drafted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? What you know? What I'm talking. Yeah. Why are we forgetting his name? Uh, because he stunk, and he was a huge giant bust. But my point is, Kobe was playing with garbage men. I get it. You didn't do anything with garbage men. Right. That's the point. Right. He didn't go to the NBA Finals and lose. Man. But Kobe, the the thing is, we're we're. I almost feel like we spend too much time on Kobe lying to Bleacher Report. <laughs> like you're lying. He's lying. He doesn't believe it. And if you believe it, you're a Kobe slurper or a Laker slurper, and you're wrong. Because Kobe doesn't believe it, and you shouldn't believe it. Well, well, you're right. I just couldn't believe that Kobe Bryant, like you said, you well, don't, he's insecure about his legacy. You don't hear there's some Jordan. You don't hear there's some Duncan. I could not believe that Kobe quote tweeted somebody, and and that's when I started just responding to him. When he starts using this, were the they were the first super team, bro. You just know that's that's just a fucking lie. The whole thing's a lie. The whole thing's a sham. Kobe Bryant is already retired and will never win as many championships as the best player on his team as LeBron James has already won. On another note, what do Kevin you— Kevin Durant has already passed Kobe Bryant. Kevin be- Durant has two championships and two finals MVPs and took a team to the final—took uh, another team to the finals by himself. Well, he did have Russell Westbrook and yeah. James Harden. But he was the best player on those teams. When you look at those teams, he's the best player. What Kobe Bryant was the be- best player, maybe, again, maybe, on two teams. Yeah. What do you make of the Pistons hiring Dwayne Casey? I, again, I said this when the Raptors fired him. I don't know what, what more you want from a coach than to turn the Toronto Raptors into the one seed. If every coach that lost to LeBron James in the Eastern Conference got final uh, Eastern Conference before the finals got fired, there wouldn't be coaches in the Eastern Conference. I think it's a great hire for them. Yeah. Well, Joe, we're going to bring on Michael Majid to talk a little World Cup and do a World Cup preview. Yeah. And 
you know, I'm 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 keeping my fingers crossed. I'm going to tell Magic this. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that uh, Messi gets uh, gets to hoist the World Cup at the end because otherwise, what a failure that guy's career has been. Zero World Cups. Got to find a way. Got to find a way. What about uh, Ronaldo? Who, who find a way, dude? Who, who I know is not does not play with good players in Portugal. Find a way. I know that. Find a way. Germany, France, Brazil. I don't hear them. I don't hear all this talk that they have the best player in the world. Find a way. Find a way, Messi. People people seem to say the guy's the best ever, like hands down. Find a way. Not one. Not one. Never. Ah, I don't know. Sounds like he doesn't have that killer instinct. Yeah. Well, let's 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 bring on Michael Magid. So I'm very excited for our guest today, Prano. He is a World Cup connoisseur, Michael oh. Magid. Oh, thanks, thanks, Andy. I'm uh, I'm I'm stoked to be here uh, with both you guys here. Uh, I got to be honest, I haven't been here since uh, since this setup, and uh, this is pretty incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is pretty incredible. Uh, Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Aussie rules football. When you sit here, do you do you feel like your your video is going to be intro? But truth is, we aren't casting anything, and they won't be paid. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, here's what I want to do before. Well, we... Michael, you can make up to three to five thousand dollars talking about World Cup. So uh, let's get to it. First, uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, before we get into the World Cup. I want to say, Prano, you are looking fresh in that flag and anthem gear. Thank you. I've got my flag and anthem uh, short sleeve button down. I love these. Look at these. These aren't even. These are like kind of buttons, but they're also pearl buttons. The button snaps. Ah, it's the best. This is one of my favorite shirts. We just got our new flag and anthem jeans. We just got our new gear in, and uh, I didn't tell you this. We will have ordered the same shirt. Oh, I, I like that you didn't tell me that when we ordered it. You didn't go like, hey, we have the same shirt. Do you want to pick a different one? No, I want us to be matching. I know, that's I, weird. No, I love it because I love the Flag and Anthem gear. I, I love it. I think it would be cool one episode if we're wearing the same shirt. And you guys can look just like us. Just go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code DIRTY at checkout because that will give you 25% off your first order. Michael Madgett over here, he has seen the transformation. I have seen the transformation. I almost actually showed up. In the old school Andy Ruther sweatpants, just to make a point. But then I was like, you know what? By the time I get there, he's going to be just completely decked out and flagging anthem. And well, Andy didn't want you to come in and be like, "Where's Andy?" So he's rocking his yeah. mesh shorts. And I see. Uh, this this is the well, no, th- that's okay because this is the sporty Andy Ruther look. This is the uh, the Venice Beach body look. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I didn't. I didn't get all. He didn't put the fanny pack on. No, I, 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 I didn't get the excellent Flag and Anthem gear. But you guys can take advantage of, again, of this great offer. Go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. Once again, that's flagandanthem.com, promo code DIRTY. Okay, Magid, Prano and I don't know shit about soccer. No. But you, explain your background for the uh, third balls you don't know. All right, so... Good um, intro. But you... <laughs> You, on the other hand, know, are some guy who's wearing a U.S. Are. soccer hat in the middle of us. Uh, for the dirtballs who don't know out there, um, I, uh, I played the game. I played in college. I played a little bit after college. Uh, I became a coach, worked with uh, youth development programs, with the U.S. national team programs. And, and you, you coach right now. Yeah, yeah. I run a goalkeeping academy here in L.A. So, And I also have a, a goalkeeping podcast with a, actually Aviata Sports called Inside the 18. It's just all about goalkeeping. So if like you think this is boring, 
check out the goalkeeping podcast. <laughs> it's all goalkeeping. It's all goalkeeping. That's amazing. So you Although, actually, I think, Joe, actually, I think you might like that more because it's a little bit more like Aussie Rules football. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's very physical. How would I be as a goalkeeper? How would you be as a goalkeeper? Well, let's see well, here. What, actually, let me ask you this because yeah. Joe and I don't know. Yeah. What are the traits of a good soccer goalkeeper? The traits of a good soccer goalkeeper? Uh, height. Um, Don't have that. <laughs> so Joe actually is a great height for a, a, a pro- professional goalkeeper. He's about what six four. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic height. I actually, fun fact, when I was in New York in my early twenties, uh, instead of saying I was like a struggling comic, I would tell girls that I was the backup goalie for the New York New Jersey Metro Stars, and a lot of times they'd believe it. I, honestly, I would. Who knows it. the backup goalie on the now defunct MLS team in New York? Yeah, yeah. Those uh those old school teams were great by the way because they they looked literally like roller hockey teams from yeah. like some summer like ESPN two event yeah you know from like back in the nineties did that ever get you laid Prano oh yeah seriously <laughs> yeah oh yeah absolutely I was like you should come to a game sometime play out at a giant stadium they're like so you work out with like Tony Miola no no I mean come on you we're talking about we're in bars they don't even know the starting goalie you know what I mean they're like what's that like I'm like well I don't play a lot but you know practice you know kick it around. You know. Blocking balls, wear the gloves. It's cool. It's cool. The level was really high back then. Andrew Shue played for the LA Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> that That's was amazing. Thing. Wait, what was the league called? It was called MLS, Major League Soccer. It's just it's it's just better. Know, it's just way better now. The actor from Melrose Place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on Because, okay, when the, when the league first started... <laughs> this is amazing. They, when, the, when the league first started, they were do trying I, to... Did probably get, play, like, Dartmouth or something dude, like they, that? Yeah, dude, yeah, he did. He played college soccer. But, I mean, like, it was literally like they were just trying to convince... Anybody who had some sort of level of celebrity to like just play for us, they're like, we have no money. They're like, hey, dude, you used to play. There's like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I I'm, I'm still on TV show, so I guess I'm making money. They're like, we'll pay you fifty grand to do this. He's like, done. It's basically an endorsement. Oh, by the way, you're never gonna play. You yeah. never played. Cause he, even though nor, like, nor did I on the Metro Stars. <laughs> they were like, look, you, you know, you and open, Andrew Shue were basically mics. the same. Thing. You don't know if mics just come out. Which team was Courtney Thorne Smith on? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the best thing: is that the names of the teams were just awful. Because uh, they they were just like no they're like we can't we can't do anything so- it's got to be like more like lacrosse you know like so yeah. that American fans are gonna be into it so it, you know how American fans are into <laughs> lacrosse. lacrosse so they're like Kansas City Wiz which just sounds like they're just people are just pissing on the team yeah it's just awful uh, the Dallas Burn which sounds just like an STD yeah it's absolutely horrible <laughs> oh man I went the down San Jose to- Clash which just sounds like just some douchey goth band in South the Bay Clash. Yeah. It was uh, it was awful, but uh, but did now John, it's did a lot Johnny better. Rodden have an ownership stake in that? <laughs> it was just absolutely awful, but now now things have improved. That the salaries are now they're going with absurd. the European names instead. Well, which fuck is that, how you that, earned your way onto the being that's the, garbage. The, the in World my Cup. opinion, I can't stand that because the thing is, is that like that's just like pandering to people. They're like, I agree. oh, Joe doesn't like soccer. Well, here, um, let's show him why we like soccer. Fuck him. We're going to do things our old school European way. Oh, guess what? People play soccer all over the world, and they don't... Dude, like, don't name a team based on, like, fucking... There's, like, seven Uniteds yeah. in MLS. It's, it's embarrassing. Like, you can't come up with something better than that. I agree. That's yeah. why the only soccer that I can even begin to slightly care about is the World Cup. And why is that, Joe? Just because it's a party, you know what I mean. Everybody cares about the World Cup. The bars are packed. People are going out, and like. But how, did, how does your dad feel about the fact that Italy's not in the World Cup? Well, he has no idea. Okay. His, he's he's struggling with Alzheimer's so thoroughly that I'm just going to tell him they won. So. <laughs> Jesus. 
I am. It's gonna be, I'm like, they won again. And he's like, great. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he'll have no idea. He will not be watching. But, yeah, I was, uh, I was raised by an Italian man who loved uh, the Italian team. That was his big thing. I've told the story on the show a few times of when they won in – what year was that that they won? 2008? 2006? No, 2002? 2006. 2006. Yeah, yeah, 2006. 2006. I called my house to congratulate him, and my sister said, call back later. He's sitting alone at the kitchen table drinking scotch and crying. That's amazing, like, though. I was like, okay. I understand. I think I know the reason why Joe doesn't like soccer is because he was immersed in Italian soccer, which, in my opinion, is the most boring soccer really? in the world. Really? Why, yes. why is that? It's just a bunch. It's all, it's all about people Very defensive, love, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It's all about tactics. And they said, they're like, oh, Italian coaches are fantastic. They're these defensive geniuses. And if you watch the Sarah Ah, it's just a bunch of dudes standing there, like, keeping shape. And I'm like, okay, well, they can't get through that, so it's going to be a nil-nil game. Wonderful. I like the EPL. Why, I like why are we Bundesliga. still doing that, by the way? We got, we got to, you're in America. Just say 0-0. Zero, zero. We don't got to say nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's a question since yeah. you coach soccer and yeah. you're, you work with young soccer players. Yeah. Do you guys teach flopping? Okay, no. So here's I'm going to explain the difference between flopping and okay, uh, selling a foul. Okay, because players in the NBA sell fouls too. Right. A flop is when you literally do not have any sort of physical contact, and then you go down for the ball, or you barely get grazed, and you fucking act it out. Okay. Okay. If you knock into me, you're going to sell that so that the ref can see it and go down. That's completely different, in my opinion. Right, but then the laying there and the like, I oh, the bitch I may be, like I think my leg is broken. I'm pretty sure it's broken. They're like, you're not getting a card, dude. And he's like, I'm fine then. And then they get up and they walk like the the they, show. They they're they're like, ah! Have you seen Marcus Smart play for the Boston Celtics? Yeah, yeah. Marcus Smart, but I blame Marcus soccer. Smart. Literally looks like well, Marcus Smart must pl- watch every soccer yeah. match in the world because well, no, but I blame soccer because it was the Ginobili's and the Parkers and the yeah. guys from. European countries that came over that were the original, like flopping, selling the foul, that's and then a, everybody just kind of bought yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, th- I feel like it's an all sports. No, now, no, no, though, yeah, but, what, but, what but that's the that but that's not the reason. The, the, well, it might be even a generational thing too, dude. Well, look, here's yeah. the thing: kids are soft. We're going now. off on a tangent. I agree with Prano. I think it all infiltrated America. But the question soccer. is: but to go back, do you guys teach that? No. You don't teach like sell it or no, like whatever. No, I don't. I don't teach. I don't teach sell it or anything like that. You get so good at it with no coaching. Well, let's let's get into the World okay. Cup. Yeah, let's. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, I also work with goalkeepers. So, like, what what are they what are right. they going se- to sell? Like, they came out and they punched a dude in the head. Right there, you go. You know, gotcha. I'm going to yeah. pull up the uh, the groups. Now we have eight groups, correct? Yeah. This is this is my favorite. Okay, this, <laughs> I love he's, this. He's excited about this. I group. love this because this is this. These are these random groups that are basically picked kind of like the NBA lottery out of ping pong balls. So you think it's bullshit? Oh fuck yeah! Look at that. Okay, so this is Russia. This is hold on, hold on a second. I know you're excited. <laughs> give this guy some fucking Xanax I have in the bathroom. Calm down. Wait, this is Xanax. What's happening here? I do okay, have anyway. Xanax to fly. Uh, listen to this it's week's Denton report. Yeah. Uh, group A. Yeah. Is Russia. The host country, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Yes, and this is all based on random pool. Random so you're, you're, what you're insinuating is that it's a weak group so that I, Russia I'm insinuating it's, it's an intentionally weak group so that Russia can advance Got being it. the host country. Now, let me ask, how That's are the ridiculous. groups? That's ridiculous. There's no way that happened. They deserve <laughs> it. They definitely deserve it. How are the groups Russia, picked? Russia, they're a great team. They're the Listen, best team. We are a wonderful team. We, what? How are the groups picked? Okay, the way the w- groups are picked is there's basically there's different pots, okay? 
and you've got your your top seeds, your second seeds, third seeds, fourth seeds, and then okay. all, the, all the way down. They pick one from the one pot, one from the two pot, one from the three pot, four. It just happened to be that Russia ended up with the lowest one seed, okay, and then a couple very mediocre. Uh, twos and threes, and I'm not even sure where Russia... Russia didn't even have to qualify. That's right, the way it works. Right. When you're the host... Like, Qatar's gonna be in the World Cup. You know, you know, there's more people in this apartment than in the entire country of Qatar. So, so. we could play on the team. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Is it Qatar or Qatar? I've heard multiple... There's, there's two different ways, and I, I'm not sure which you one. you ever met anybody from Qatar? Have I ever met anybody from Qatar? Yes, they came to our show, actually, at the hostel. I'm, they gave us money from Qatar. It's at my house right now. It was in the did. donation jar. I've yeah. always been a big fan of your friend Chad Qatar. <laughs> I was hoping you said Chad Qatar. I love to shop at Qatar Center. <laughs> I was really hoping I could use oh, that one. Oh, my God. I was really hoping I could use one. Uh, well, you did. <laughs> okay, so better, if I'm a better, yeah. Russia, come out of this bracket. This, Usually. This but you, now one team makes it up from each group? No, no, no. Two, two, team, two yeah, teams two make teams it out make. of this group. So here's the issue. Um, Egypt has one of the best players in the world. His What's name is Mo Salah. Okay? Mo Salah. Mo Salah. Yeah. He, uh, but he got injured in the Champions League final against Real Madrid. Okay. He plays for Liverpool. Um, they're saying he's going to be back for the first game of the World Cup. Would you say he ain't going to play no Mo? <laughs> anyway, first thing. Not going to f- move on with that. Um, okay. So uh, he, he's that good. This, by the way, I'm just Zach Galifianakis with the math. In front of me at this point for the rest of the day. He's like, you played, he got hurt in this league playing for this guy. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Fredo, we've turned this show into just memes, yeah. gifs and memes. Anyway, proceed. Sorry, so Anyway, Magic. so um, he's that good that he could single-handedly take Egypt into the in, into the next stage. Okay. Um, which is single elimination. But it's... It's very rare that a host team doesn't make it out of the group. Um, gotcha. The last one to not advance out of group was South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. So uh, in 2010. So uh, if I had to be a betting man, I would say it's going to be Uruguay and Egypt out of there. Russia is really bad. They're not good. And Saudi Arabia, nobody knows anything about them because that team basically all plays domestically in the Saudi League. And I don't know anything about the Saudi League. Well, there's two factors here. Except let's, for like a couple guys. Let's so. talk about the different and weather. you can't tell any of the players apart because they all wear burkas. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let's listen. I don't, I, like, think I, like, I, don't, I don't think that's right, but that's... Yeah. Let, let's talk about the two weather climates. I like the guy with the dark eyes. <laughs> you can't be a good soccer player. I haven't been in Saudi Arabia, but I see a lot of sand. It's got to be too hot to play soccer. So we got to assume their players suck. Russia... How you playing in that cold? They can't be good, right? Like, but I'm serious. Well, here's Weather the thing. With, here's the thing with Russia, here, right? The last World Cup, the first game, the goalkeeper, who's their starting keeper still for this World Cup, had the ball go right through his hands into the goal against Korea, and then they didn't end up advancing in that group, and they had a better team. So this guy's got a lot of pressure on him with Putin staring right at him in the Kremlin in that first game to uh, not fuck up. I like that Ruther's ruling out Saudi Arabia because of the sand. Never seen a picture of Egypt, huh? <laughs> you have no idea what Egypt looked like. Egypt's nickname are the pharaohs. Yeah, but hold on. There is a lot of sand in Egypt, but again, have not been there either. Um, it's also... It's also a, the 21st century, and yeah. there is turf fields. And yeah, and it, you know, it's, uh, it, it, you know, and there's more sand in Saudi Arabia. There's also quite a bit of money in that region. I would love... To, we're going to have to have somebody do the research on who actually has more sand. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we're not going to go through each group. No, yeah. but let me. So, eight groups, two advanced, and then you get a sixteen-team single elimination tournament. Yeah. 
Got it. Yeah. Who are going to be back in the World Cup? <laughs> that's an easy group. You say who are some, of, and I can scroll down as to help you. Yeah, yeah. Who are some of the easiest? Like, like, what groups are the worst and best? So let's what, just go. Let's go yeah. real fast. What's Group okay. B, Andy? Okay. Group B is Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Iran. Portugal. Why, Portugal. You know what Iran is? Why does it say I R Iran? It's probably Islamic Republic of Iran. Okay, gotcha. It's Portugal and Spain out of there, Mike. It's Portugal and Spain out of there. Um, they got well, some of the best players. Yeah, I mean, Spain's world. got one of the, some of the you know one of the best midfields in the world. Their problem is up front in the attack. They don't really have a a forward other than Costa that's really going to electrify. But they're so good at handling the ball. They play what's called tiki taka, which is uh, your favorite type of soccer, Joe. Which is basically pass the ball back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> you love Let's that. Do it. I yeah, know. That like that like old a, school Simpsons that episode. Like a, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a fun <laughs> game to play with a joint. Let's tiki taka that shit all night. Yeah, baked fam. So they basically just pass the ball back and around until they find the right hole to, t- to tack, and then they go Still into. Still only it, so. one calorie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Portugal and Spain out of that group for sure. Okay, Group C. We have France. This is a tough one because France is considered to be a, a favorite to win the World Cup this weekend. They tied the United States, who played like eight year olds in that game. Well, um, France. Yeah, Australia. Peru and Denmark. I mean, it's that's a toss up between Australia, Peru, and Denmark. That could go any way. So the Aussies have a chance of getting out of there. Aussies have a chance, but they have a very dysfunctional team. Um, they've got Tim Cahill as their best player, who's thirty-eight years old. Uh, so shout What's out to being 30- thirty-eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> shout out to thirty-eight-year-olds. Wait, right? Tom, the best player in the entire Aussie yeah. women's football league. Exactly. There you go, because you identify exactly. as an Aussie. Rules yeah. woman's female player, yeah. yeah, of course. So, so you like France and who? Yeah, now Peru, you'll love it. You'll love Peru because uh, their best player. <laughs> you'll, you'll love this. No, their best player Guerrero uh, is being allowed to play because they're they're um, extending his suspension, uh, basically, so that he can play in the World Cup because he tested positive for cocaine. But they're going to let him play in the World Cup anyway. What do you mean they're they're holding off his suspension? They're holding off his suspension, exactly, so he can play in the World Cup. Now, a little known fact, the players of Peru got good because they play up uh, the Incas used to play. Yeah, a lot of yeah. mud there. So when they get on grass, <laughs> they, it's way easier to they run. They would play up in the mountains in those yeah. steps, and that's how they got really good. Yeah. Uh, they play at elevation. Denmark's a pretty darn good team. Denmark's good? Yeah, Denmark's very good. Um this this group's going to be awesome. Okay, this Group D, Argentina. So here's the thing. Argentina um, should make it to the finals, but they have a history of flaming out early, so they could even lose in the group round. They're led by Messi. They are led by and, Messi. And I read that this might be his last time playing for Argentina. Yeah, I mean, this is this is probably the last time we'll see Messi in his prime next World Cup. By the way, my, my Spanish teacher in high school. Argentina. Miss Patricia Lorman from so. Peru used to always say Argentina, so I'm pronouncing it. Like uh, Senor Rita Loroman, okay. Yeah. We have Iceland. We have Iceland, uh, which is a, uh, you know, they were they were the darlings of the Euros. This is the fast, first time Iceland's actually qualified. Smallest country ever to qualify for a World Cup. Interesting stat. Also Croatia. Yep. I think you're getting uh, some sort of Ebola because I thought to- he was just pronouncing Argentina. Yeah, just a little bit of phlegm. That's what happens. Croatia and then Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria, the Super Eagles. Um, they got a couple of young guys. Wait, 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 excuse me. They're called the Super Eagles. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, that's their nickname. Uh, that's that's what they're. I think the Nigeria because often Andy in sports, a animal <laughs> is used as a mascot for unless the you're a major teams. league soccer yeah. team, in which case you just you go use like United. Yeah, you use United see- or Real yeah. or FC. I want to see the Nigerian men bang the Iceland women. 
So. Okay. Well, that's I'm sure that's available <laughs> on RedTube if you put it in. Okay. No, sure, Niger- it's an entire Nigeria genre may be starting a 19-year-old in goal, so that that should be interesting to see. Yeah. That's very young. That's extremely young. Usually, okay. a goalkeeper is one of the oldest guys on the field. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Group E, we have Brazil, Switzerland, Costa yeah. Rica, and Serbia. Yeah, I mean, Brazil is a, a favorite to win the World Cup. They look Aren't stacked. they always? Um, yeah, I mean, they've had some weaker teams in the past. Uh, 2014, they struggled for sure. Um, but uh, if Neymar's healthy, I think this team is uh, is loaded. Absolutely, absolutely loaded. Now, what about Costa Rica? Now, Costa Rica made the World Cup instead they of did. the U.S., correct? Co- actually, Panama made the made the World Cup instead of the U.S. Okay. Costa Rica finished in front of the U.S. I have no clue what I'm talking about. Okay, Yeah, awesome. Costa Rica finished in second place. Um, Costa Rica is a very balanced team. Uh, they're one of the best in CONCACAF. Kaylor Navas is their starting goalkeeper. He's the starting goalkeeper for Real Madrid. Um, he's a world-class keeper. He could single-handedly keep them, get them out of this group. Serbia stacked. Switzerland's a pretty good team. They got like Jed and Shakiri. Uh, Isn't that a Peel, aren't they the Kian Peel version uh, in Switzerland? What's the name? <laughs> Jed and Shakiri. Yeah, that sounds like a Kian Peel of, of uh, Switzerland, right, Bruno? Yeah. Run with it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, group F. I got a root for Costa Rica out of there. Uh, here's your group, Andy. Group Mexico. F. That's right. Yeah. Germany, who's always a squad. Germany is a favorite to win the World Cup this year. They they look absolutely. They're so good. They left off a guy named Leroy Sané, who was one of, considered the best young player in the English Premier League, and he didn't even make the German national team. Is he black? Or yeah. Is he, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that explains it. <laughs> I was like, well, is this the first white guy in history named Leroy? Probably not. <laughs> so He's out. German? Germans like Zion not playing. <laughs> no, they've got black guys on the team. Sure, they do. No, they do. Germany, <laughs> it's a very integrated team. Mexico, Sweden, and Korean Republic. That's South Korea. Why can't we just call it South Korea? These, these names are messing me up. Okay, so Mexico, yeah. we all know, is, is the team Joe and I are rooting for. So this is, this is what's considered the golden generation of Mexico. These, uh, they're all in their prime right now. This whole age group, uh, they started winning youth tournaments. They won tw- uh, under-17s. They won under-20s. They did well in the Olympics. I think they won the gold medal. They, um, they're, they should, this is their best shot. Uh, that being said, it's Mexico. And they do things How like throw parties you? with prostitutes before yeah. they go to camp. Oh, that's what makes them amazing. Yeah. By the way, my favorite part of that is, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Hector Herrera was excused from national team camp to go home to deal with family issues that, re- that resulted from the party. Right. Yeah. So he has to go, Kobe, his wife, he has to go buy her a nice fat ring. Yeah, basically. That's, that's right. That's exactly what I happened I didn't mean there. rape her. I meant... <laughs> Buy her jewelry to get her off. No, I, we're, we, we yeah. were familiar with what you were insinuating. All right, Group G. We have Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, and England. Yeah, I'm really excited about this group. Belgium's a dark horse to win the World Cup. They're absolutely stacked. They got Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Lukaku, Badishwai. Excuse me? Courtois. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I know all these names sound really foreign to you guys, but they're they're... It's a it's a baller team. Oh, um, uh, Lukaku's no. not that foreign to Andy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, they just sound like things I've done to women. So, I mean, England and Belgium are going to come out of this group. Panama's embarrassing that they're, I mean, so, so Panama, God, the U.S. should be there. Hold, hold oh, on a second. So this, sad. This is what I want to get to. But the U.S. stinks at soccer. Imagine, the- Panama is like the size of my couch. Panama. <laughs> Great jam, by the way, Van Halen. Look it up. Uh, how do they It was make- a national holiday in Panama when they... When they won, we gave them advance. the canal, and then they steal the World Cup from us. I'm just saying, how does this happen? They also beat us in the Gold Cup, which is a uh, regional championship. There's so many championships going on in soccer; it's it's tough to keep track. Panama, 
in ahead of the U.S. Well, apparently in Aussie rules football, or is it in rugby that they have this Nations League or whatever? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's rugby a lot of that's a lot of competition. What, what about our brothers and sisters from the U.K.? You know, you always got. You know, is the, the U.S. What's going on with the U.S. though? We're just bad at soccer. Bad coaching. Um, it was an absolute. You know, what we need no. We need a man with a plan. We're gonna have. <laughs> there's gonna be a, a, either a documentary or there's gonna be a whole movie made about the whole process from 2014 to 2018 because basically it was complete dysfunction. Uh, bad coaching, the wrong people in charge, wrong identification, uh, guys that didn't mesh well. We had uh, some crazy Republican player who one of the coaches couldn't stand. It was just a disaster. Um, Are we blaming Jurgen Klinsmann? No, I'm not blaming Jurgen because the problem is, is that Jurgen. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing with Jurgen. First off, Jurgen's a crazy nice guy, so I can't say anything bad about Jurgen. Um, but he's. But, but am I the only one who finds it yeah. odd when you have a German guy? Well. Is Here's that how they do it in soccer? The German guy is Team USA's soccer coach? Well, ju- well, actually, believe it or not, Jonathan Klinsmann, uh, Ger- um, Jürgen's son, actually plays for the U.S. Okay. He, yeah, he's on our under-20 national team. Uh, his wife is American. Ah. Yeah, so his kids are American. Gotcha. Yeah, so um, also, that being said, Andy, uh, just because you're not from a country doesn't mean you can't coach that national team. I'm not saying you can't. Yeah. But I just think yeah, it's no. a little weird. Otherwise, you know, like, you know, how could Dan Tony go over and coach in Europe, you yeah. know, and learn all those tactics, right? Man, those defense, should... obviously all those defensive tactics yeah, he yeah. learned over there, right? Exactly. Oh, 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 I thought you were buttering Prano up. And then yeah. he came no, in, that uh, was a shot at, a shot at his he defense. No, like, defensive, just like the defensive soccer. I don't know. You <laughs> check out the Warriors stats. This year. <laughs> what about the UK? Defensively. What about the UK? I, I like England's squad this year. Is I Rooney like still Southgate. playing or is he retired? No, uh, he no longer pl- is uh, playing for the uh, national team. Basically, when a player uh, announces their retirement from international competition, it's because they're going to get cut, usually. Um, they need to do Rooney and uh, Beckham need to do the over 40. Rooney! <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Rooney's great, man. He looks Ferris like Shrek. Bueller? Nobody? Yeah. Sorry, is this I, thing on? I, I get it. By the way, that guy, I think, was arrested for pedophilia. So. Yeah. But this this England team is, is pretty stacked. I, I, I'll make it out of that group. Okay, in Group H, the final group, we have Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Well, I, I, That's a, By the way, it's just a good mix of people. Whites, Latins, Blacks, Asians. That's the fuck. Actually, this is literally the social justice warriors group right yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Group H. Like, if there was an LGBT group in there... They'd be doing perfect. LGBTQ. LGBTQ. And sometimes why? Or why? And sometimes why? You know better than I do. So he, he didn't get the joke. Anyway, familiar. okay. <laughs> All right. So I get you with the vowel thing. Yeah. Okay. So who's coming out of Group H? Um, out of Group H, uh, I think it's going to be Senegal and Colombia. Um, I think Poland. God, they have Lewandowski, who's one of the best strikers in the world, but I don't think that's enough. Japan's very organized and disciplined. I know that sounds really stereotypical. Um, I don't know if they got and the horses. Poland just, you know, always making bonehead plays. <laughs> <laughs> Using that stereotype from the 40s. Yeah. I love, love to see how 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 uh, how progressive we are yeah. here on this show. Poland's team not even making it over there after their submarine sank due to the screen door. <laughs> yes. I love the old, <laughs> the old Polish about joke. Polish people being idiots. They're amazing. Now, is Colombia, do their players still get I sh- think the Ron Gronkowski family completely bars that trade. Yeah, I agree. Right. Now, do Colombian players still get shot when they lose like they did under the uh, Pablo Escobar days? <laughs> I haven't heard of that happening recently. Okay, well, yeah. we need to bring that back. Okay, yeah. so those are all the groups. Now I'm going to ask you, yeah. Michael Majid, who are your three favorites to win the World Cup? My three favorites to win the World Cup? Do you have three? Yeah, Brazil, Germany, 
and probably Spain, if I had to say. Those are the three that I would say have. And how about some sleeper teams? Sleeper teams, I would go with Belgium, uh, France, if they can get their act together, if they don't pull a disaster like Saturday against the U.S. Um, I'd say Belgium, France, and... God, I would love to see I would love to see Argentina make it. I just don't see that happening. Portugal would be awesome to see Ronaldo make it to a World Cup final in his prime before he finally goes. Did he make Twilight. one or no? No, he made he won a Euro title. Ah. So actually he was injured in that game, so he was on the bench. Um, and they still won it without him. So all right, here's some. That's rap- because, uh, it's because he's he's not a great player. He chokes, right? That's because that's what happens if you don't win championships. You're just then he's just. In, in truth, he's really not that good. Well, here's the here's <laughs> the thing. A lot of people say that, 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 that you know. I love love the fact that you brought up the Le- LeBron thing here because Portugal, that's the exact same thing. It's like cool, awesome, sweet. So he plays for Portugal. Yeah. Like he can't do about anything about the other dudes that happen to have his citizenship. Right. Like, there are no other world-class players. There's, like, some decent players that play for Portugal. There's no other world-class players. There's guys like Bernardo Silva. There's some decent players. No one is is good-looking either. Uh, there's some pretty good-looking dudes. <laughs> really? I'm just saying. Portugal, say, dude. Have you seen people from that area? Yeah, I, I lived in Spain, remember? Yeah, it's right true. next door. Yeah. Okay, here's some rapid-fire questions for you. Yeah. B- best floppers to look out for. Give me some names. Oh, best floppers to look out give me for. Ronaldo's a bitch, to be okay. honest with you. G- give me he th- goes down quite a bit. Okay, that's what yeah. she said. Give me two more. Uh, guys that I think are, are going to be big-time floppers. Well, anybody out of the CONCACAF region, which is Central America. Uh, ah, the, the Latins, huh? Yeah, the Latins are big-time about that. Big on salsa and flopping. Interesting. Big on salsa and flopping. Uh, so you'll see a lot of guys like a Neymar. He'll, he'll go down like with this. Yeah. We'll, we'll make him fly through the air. He's also like five, seven, 130 pounds. So, you know, to be fair, it, it's easy to take him down. Um, any other guys? I mean, Luis Suarez, but he'll probably bite you. He'll bite your face. Yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a biter. Yeah, he's a biter. That's okay. A, that's a rough thing. JR, who is the JR Smith of the World Cup? Uh, in which way? Is in, the, is in that he will. Uh, high, laying mentally the pipe challenged. Or, or going yeah, to. Yeah, high, mentally challenged. Uh, might not know the score of the game. Uh, you know, all of the Polish team. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. OK, well, if I had to pick somebody who's going to be the J.R. Smith of the World Cup, uh, I will have to say it's going to be Rafa Marquez for Mexico. I do know Rafa. Yeah. Rafa Marquez is involved in a drug smuggling ring. Yes. According to. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Some reports. Look, uh, uh, allegedly, these, these days, allegedly. athletes they have so. to have more than just the athlete. You know, LeBron's producing movies. You know, uh, Dame Lillard is a rapper. Yeah. He's uh, a yeah. he's yeah. a drug. Yeah. Now, in regards to a bonehead Lord. play, I could see somebody like a Sergio Ramos, um, who plays for um, Spain, uh, doing something stupid like I don't know, dislocating somebody's shoulder in a Champions League final, or uh, giving a concussion to a goalkeeper. Um, if something like that happens in the World Cup where they are going to have VAR, which is called instant replay, uh, chances are he'll get a red card. And that could cost Spain uh, the a chance second. to move on. Yeah, This is sounding like, again, more reasons like Mexico. I mean, this Marquez guy, back to him, running drug fucking rings, smuggling rings. I, I You know, Team Mexico. Yeah, I'm, you're all about Team Mexico. Viva Mexico. You love Mexico. Viva la Mexico. They call their coach the profesor. Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah. one more rapid fire question. Sure. Which fan base, which country's fans are most likely to riot first? Russia, I think. Yeah. The home country. I think the home country, uh, the most likely to. Uh, why? Um, 
they fe- probably face the least uh, repercussions uh, for rioting. Uh, I would be terrified to riot in a, a country like Russia if I was a, uh, a foreign person. So then why would you think that they would riot then? Uh, I would think that they would riot because uh, they need food and water, uh, less than about soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's more of a... More of just l- shortage of, uh, of so- supplies yeah. uh, based on, uh, you know, I don't know, a totalitarian regime controlling all the money. Well, I can tell you one a lot thing. Of oligarchs Russia, basically. definitely the most likely to pussy riot. <laughs> Wait, you can make these references, but when Ruther does them, just nobody responds. That's how Don't respond to that either. That's how it works. Look, can we talk about the stadiums real quick? Sure. I, we, we know, I read the reports that they were killing stray dogs. We all know how Sochi ended up, which, again, blows my mind, how Sochi just, Sochi's a disaster. Well, one of, one of the ones that they decided not to do was they were going to build a stadium on an isolated island with no uh, way to get there. Sounds, that's like a, a, sounds like a Kurt Russell movie. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something the Polish escape from Soccer Island. <laughs> sounds like something the Polish would do right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which was which was going to be a poor decision. But um, Russia is a massive country. Massive country. How are the stadiums going to be spread out just all over? Yeah, because I know that was they, a big they, deal in Brazil. I think they spread about a thousand miles or so. Okay, something like that. So it's so, it's so going to be, be, be no different than like America spreading our. Yeah, stadiums out. I mean, okay. look, we're we're looking at this joint bid: Mexico, Canada, U.S. Think about how many thousands of miles yeah. that's going to be. I yeah. mean, even in the U.S., we were when the World Cup was here, we had games in New York and yeah. Games in I mean, LA and the guys and like there is the things called airplanes. Like yeah. people can transport what is this themselves. Airplane, you speak up. <laughs> this isn't like the 1930s World Cup where people came on boats. <laughs> Polish still taking that sub, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any final thoughts, Majid, uh, on the World Cup? It's going to be fun, man. I mean, honestly. Who it's are gonna... you rooting for? Now, now, see, that's that's so tough because, like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of teams that I enjoy you, watching. So for people who don't know, you are biracial. I am. You are American. Yes. That's not a race, but please continue. <laughs> well, I'm saying. You, well, according to people who wear "Make America Great Again" right. hats, you you are a white, you are half white Jewish American, yes, and half Venezuelan. Yes, I was born and in Venezuela. No Venezuela in the in the cup. Uh, no, Venezuela is uh, very good at drinking. Yeah. So if there was like a drinking World Cup, they would do well in that. Or uh, performance enhancing drugs in as shortstops in baseball. Speaking of drinking in the World <laughs> Cup, I don't care if about any of this at all whatsoever uh how what how should i drink like is there any sort of drinking is there any some sort of kobe shot challenge i can do for the world cup is there anything oh yeah what what kind of drinking happens with is there any like signature soccer yeah yeah i think i think every single time that paul pogba or neymar pulls out a ridiculous hairstyle you can you can drink on that that would be a good one uh i was very disappointed this weekend when pogba played play for uh he plays for france uh the, fr- the French team is uh, very uh, multicultural. Ah, uh, got it. Well, imagine. Fuck the French, by the way. <laughs> we appreciate I, I, you dropping by and bringing the. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, do you mind if I plug this? Uh, this, this. Uh, of this course, I was going to get to that. Now you are going on a World Cup comedy tour. I am. I am indeed. The United States. I am indeed, and uh, as uh, as it should be done, uh, everyone's going to be so hammered during the World Cup. We're waiting till after the World Cup. It's going to be our victory tour mm. of the World Cup. It's called the World Cup Comedy Tour. Uh, we're going through like 10 cities throughout the United States. You can go to worldcupcomedytour.com. It's myself, the Cooligans, Total Soccer Show. The Cooligans. Yeah. That's, uh, they're out of New York and Total Soccer Show out of Virginia. Uh, some of your guys listeners, some of the Dirtballs may be familiar with them if they're big soccer people. 
pretty big soccer podcast. We're going to be doing Funny Bones. We're going to be doing Crackers, Laugh Factor Chicago. Is there a website people can go to? Yeah, they can go to worldcupcomedytour.com, and there's a link to all the tickets right there. So now, is check it true it that the uh, that the patrons of the show will be getting yellow and red cards and can remove comedians from the stage? <laughs> Actually, that would be a great idea. To be honest sure. with you, Joe, we'll I may have to put you on as a consulting yeah, producer. There you go. Give, just give everybody yellow cards and red cards give, and this. Make but sure. we do have our official suppliers, such as Roughneck Scarves, who is providing the official scarves of the World Cup Comedy Tour. And on the Volley Apparel is making I've been our, saying we need gear. a dirty sports scarf yeah. uh, to, to hang over yeah, the so. couch. We got on the Volley Apparel, we got, uh, we got Elvis Romero, uh, you know, one of, uh, one of your, uh, your brethren from your Mexican team. Yes, Ain't that's right. Hound yeah. dog. Yeah. Good old Elvis. Yeah. Know him. He, he's making, a, making some shirts for us. So it's he's a legend. So WorldCupComedyTour.com. Yeah, and on all social media, it's World Cup Comedy Tour. You can find it there. Harass us. Come out to the shows. And you it's are... cheap. 15 bucks. I know you don't yeah. know how to use Twitter, even, even though you're my dear friend. And uh, I'm learning. I'm I, learning, I, I, and I'm I, I learning. That people can follow you at Michael Majid. That's M-A-G-I-D. Yeah. Yeah, and on, on all social medias, it's Michael Majid. Well, Majid, it's been yeah. a pleasure. Uh, by the way, guys, Majid is the guy who runs the hostel show with me every yeah. Tuesday and Saturday. Yeah. So if you ever are out and you're in L.A. and you want to come see some great free live comedy with a lot of attractive foreigners, yeah. I will say. Oh, and if you want to see Andy somewhere other than performing in front of foreign people, next Sunday around this time, he's going to be performing uh, at Laser Cat in West Hollywood. That's right. A great location for you to be performing That's right. comedy. That's right. Thank yes. you very much. Uh, yes. Before you go, Majid, you talked about, and I've actually heard, you're not the first person that told me I'd make a good goalie, yeah. good, good goalie size. I was yeah. good at catching a football back you in the day. You were a receiver. You played receiver. basketball. You got good hand-eye coordination. Can I take like a goalie class? Just Absolutely. For, just you for shits and yeah. I want You know to, what? Like, I tell you what, Joe. If you right now, right here, will take a sh- will take a class with the LA Goalkeeping Academy, we will completely comp it. If you're if you're willing to plug it and I'll post plug it, it online, and we'll, film, we'll it. film it and post it online. Great. Absolutely, great. And then, yeah. do you play Can, in a uh, do you play in like a rec league? I do. I play in a men's league. I'd like to get I'd like to get into the goalieing and then maybe just like play a little couple rec. I think games. I think you'd be do, I think you'd do well. I mean, I don't know if you should play in the in the in the A league, but no, maybe because kicking not my game. Yeah, so but like, I think I think one of the lower divisions. Yeah, you know, we do, do have it. promotion relegation. Though. Great. So maybe if your team does well enough, they'll move up and eventually play. But also, I feel yeah. like you'll you will probably be able to help with the kicking as well, right? Like the kicking of the punting. Of oh ball yeah, out, yeah, absolutely. Which I'm going to need for my Aussie career. Well, absolutely. So. Well, you're going to have to learn how to keep your toe down first. And I think we should set up something where I get five or ten shots in the goal, and we see if Prano can stop. The goals from happening. Can we be, can we put that together? Yeah, it's, it's DJ, happening. can we make that happen? All yeah. right, he, perfect. You can look at him. He looks like he's a fucking World Cup player. Yeah, the, dude, he looks like Hulk from uh, the old Brazil team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't know who that is, but yeah, we'll. He's run a with guy it. looked like a bodybuilder played for Zenit St. Petersburg. There we go. Yeah. Well, Magic, thank you for coming on to the show, thanks. and uh, I look forward to uh, scoring goals on Prano. Sounds good, man. All right, thanks, bud. All right, better. You excited for the World Cup now, Prano? Yeah, I'm excited as I've been. In, in four years for the World Cup. Me too. And I have something that makes me even more excited for our fans in Russia. Oh, yeah? What do you got? Maybe they can go on SeatGeek and get those tickets for the World Cup. SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek. Get your tickets. That's right. SeatGeek, the official ticket app sponsor of the Dirty Sports Podcast. And I'll tell you what. It should be the official ticket app sponsor of the World Cup. I don't know if it is, but it should be. Absolutely. 
You can go on. You can see exactly where you're going to sit. You could maybe decide if you're going to sit in a section with hooligans, maybe a, a section with classier fans. The home section, the away section. It's all available on SeatGeek. I'll tell you my favorite part about SeatGeek. When I go, they they put all the tickets on a map, and they give them different colors. Like the green yes. is like really good value tickets, then the yellow, then the red. I wonder if they're going to reverse that for Russia. They're like, the red is the good tickets in Russia. That's right. Best of all, all the Dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just, so just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's in the settings tab. Just put in DIRTY, D-I-R-T-Y. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And I saw, I saw we've been getting a lot of great plugs, people using SeatGeek to see baseball. I'll be in uh, New York in a couple weeks. Uh, June 25th, I'm going to City Field to watch the Dumpster Fire Mets take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. So if you want to join me at a uh, at a Mets-Pirates game in City Field, or if you want to join me for 4th of July in Seattle, get your tickets to some baseball games on SeatGeek. Perfect. Promo code DIRTY. All right, let's get to some calls. We have not done dirtball calls for a minute, and... Uh Let's let's get to the uh, let's let's get to the fans. Let's hear what they let's hear what the fans have to say. Let's talk to the people. Let's do it. Dirt balls, dirt ball calls. Yeah. Dirt balls, uh, dirt I missed ball the songs. Dirt balls, dirt ball calls. We got the dirt balls, dirt ball calls. Beverly Dillamata made it original. I'll tell you what. I already like this episode of Calls better because I got my earphones back. That's right. Got my, got my, got my good headphones. I got the slow person one. Yeah. Hello, this is Johnny Fez from Flagstaff, Arizona, home of the original Raiders fans. Um, I've been watching Wild Wild Country, a show on Netflix I really recommend about a successful cult. Um, could there be a dirty sports cult? Like, what rituals would there be? Who would be our leader? Maybe we could uh, recruit the homeless in Savage Town to join. Um, just let me know. Um, condoms are for Alexis. Wow. Oh, Ooh. shots fired. Yeah, because you don't want to put a baby in her. I get it. Um, have you watched Wild Wild Country? I haven't, but I would like to say off the top, I already feel like the Dirtball fam is a cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, no, I totally agree. But Wild Wild Country is crazy. He was talking about getting homeless people, and I think we could really turn Savage Town into a cult situation because they recruited homeless people. And then they were just drugging the homeless people. I love it. Did you see? I posted these on my personal social media the other day. This this reminds me with the homeless people. This is how we can recruit them. They have signs now by the post office in Venice. Sidewalk power washing and cleaning will be conducting weekly. Will be conducted weekly. All items left unattended will be removed. And they also have signs that say no loitering. Police enforced. And they're putting boxed like plants on the sidewalk. Yeah. To basically say, fuck you, homeless, you ain't living here anymore. Well, they're going to be living here That's at the, the Smut point. Shack because we're going to need them as part of our cult. Um, I think definitely Miller Lite, unlike Kool-Aid for, for Jamestown, will be the uh, – or what was it, Johnstown? Which was – what was the cult down in South Africa? I don't know that Jonestown? one. Jonestown? Uh, Are you going to be our David Koresh? You you'd be a good cult leader. I feel like I'd be uh I feel like I'd be a decent cult leader. You'd be you'd be good. Now you're going to have to call your cult leader friend and be like, "Oh, we were talking about who'd be a cult better cult leader." Who do you think? <laughs> like when you call Drew about who'd be a better gay. Yeah. Um yeah, I think uh everybody wears, 
you know, flag an anthem, grows beards or mustaches, drinks Miller Lite, tells tur- turns down for never, tells people to kill themselves. Uh, and then eventually we all kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> One big kill yourself. No, we, sh- we show up to Ho- Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame enshrinement and all kill yeah. ourselves. A massive suicide. I love it. Wearing LeBron as the goat shirt. Yeah. And we, and we all take shots of Buffalo Trace every time he says I. Every time he makes it about himself. Yeah. We do the Kobe Bryant I challenge. Love it. I, I, gotta, I can maybe put some bunk beds in here for some homeless people. Yeah. There's not much room, but we can make it work. All right. Let's get to another call. Hi, Andy. Hi, Joe. This is Zach Herball from Northwest Ohio. I got a question for you guys about uh, an article that I just came across of a woman suing the Boston Red Sox for $9.5 million after getting hit in the face with a foul ball. And this was a couple years back. And I looked into it a little more to see where she was on the field exactly. If it sliced through the netting or something, I could understand what she's doing here. But she was in a luxury box in the second deck. Now, it didn't have the window glass on the front of it but i'm guessing this lady probably wasn't paying attention or was on her phone like half of the fucks that go to these sporting events which irritates me but this lady can go kill herself if you can't react to a foul ball that's coming up to a second deck and you get hit in the face by that's on you so i wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were on foul balls hitting fans and if they have any right to bitch about it, thanks. I hope this lady actually dies from her wounds. I We live in such a disgusting, litigious society where everybody wants to get paid for their own stupidity. This is that fucking baseball equivalent of the McDonald's lady spilling coffee on herself. Yeah. It's like... I, I've, I've talked about it before. I've seen it so many times. People taking their fucking selfies, holding their baby up for a picture, turning their back to the field. Fucking the girl in San Diego the other day, she caught a baseball in her fucking beer and she chugged it. Now she's a goddamn internet sensation. That gave me a boner watching that, yeah. by the way. She's fucking fantastic. This bitch taking a foul ball off the face. Now she wants nine and a half million dollars. Hey, you were in a fucking luxury box. Pay attention. Stop eating the fucking... Hot dogs that are free and the fucking peanuts that are free and catch a goddamn baseball. But not to mention, isn't isn't the team protected? Again, I, I don't know. It says on the ticket. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Beware of batted balls. Now they've ruined the fucking close to the field. There's fucking fence everywhere. It's They're, they're already ruining it. Uh, baseball's so slow. Baseball's so boring. Right until you get hit in the face. And then baseball's moving too fast. I'm. It's unsafe for me. Ugh, I hope she dies from her wounds. I do. Goddamn, everything everything is fucking being ruined. Yeah. Everything's being ruined. Well, you're right. It does. It ruins. What, what this woman doesn't realize is that she's ruining the game for everyone else. Everyone else, the game is ruined now because, like Joe said, they got to put up nets or protective stuff. It's you're You're just a fucking cunt. There's no other way to put it. You are a goddamn cunt who's ruining the fun for everyone else. And the fact that you think you can make money. For your stupidity. Exactly. Oh, it's disgusting. Everything. Oh, God. I can't wait to move to Mexico. I'm out of here. I can't do it anymore. Everything is ruined. I can't fucking. I can't watch football. 
without them telling me who can and can't fucking sit and stand when they want. Can't watch baseball without a fucking net in the way. I can't watch basketball without every motherfucker that couldn't make their high school team calling the greatest athlete that's ever walked the planet Earth a fucking faggot. It's unbelievable. I can't fucking watch anything. I can't enjoy any fucking sports anymore. It's bad, man. It's really bad. No one no one ever wants to take any blame. To me, that's the problem. Like, the ball hits you. It's your fault. Yeah. Why is it their fault? Instead of fucking... Why don't you sue the player? Yeah. Why even stop at the Red Sox? Why don't you sue the player who was batting? Should have brought a glove like a fucking cheddar dick. Not that you could have fucking caught it, you dumb twat. Jesus Christ. Cunt of the year. I mean, she's the first ever Dirty Sports cunt of the year. I'm going to look her up after this episode. I'm going to see what this fucking bitch looks like. Let's, can we look her up right now? Yeah, We you, need to. You, you, you want to look her up while I play the next call? Sure. All right. But this is a, this is a happier call, Prano. This is about uh, we have an update on Aussie rules. Yes. So this is a happier call for you. You look her up and I'll play the call. Hey guys, Brad here, Atlanta Dirtball. Um, with you guys all up on the Australian football, I wasn't sure if you guys knew, but the United States has an Australian football league. I actually worked their national tournament out in San Diego last year. They have one a team in San Francisco, LA, and I think Orange County too, uh, USAFL. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, not as insane as real. Australian Aussie rules football, but at least half of the members have to be only can be Australian, so you get half and half. You guys should check it out. Um, see, and then go uh, go support that this uh, this year. Later. So there's an Aussie rules league out here, and he said they have a team in LA. Yeah, the LA Dragons. Somebody tweeted me about this. It's exciting. We should go watch a game. I mean, Matt just got us training in soccer. We should start training in Aussie football. I'm going to pump up our footy that we got in the mail. Let's I start, can, let's start training. But I can't wait to take – it's a shame that you're on the road a lot these next next few weeks because I would love to take that fucking – what's it called? I want to call it a football. What's it really called? Just a ball? Yeah, it's a football. It's called a football. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, Austra- it's an Australian football. Okay. I want to take that to the beach. Yeah. Definite chick magnet. Yeah, absolutely. They'll be like, what kind of ball is that? Yeah. Like an Aussie ball. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just in case you're wondering, spoiler, who saw this coming? Stephanie fucking, what's her goddamn name? Stephanie Tobin is a dumb, white, ugly, clearly fucking racist piece of Massachusetts trash. Of course she is. She looks like every fuck. She, Let me see you it. know why she wants nine and a half million dollars? Because she, if she doesn't get nine and a half million dollars, if she doesn't, if she's not a millionaire, she's never getting laid. She's gross. Of course, she looks like every fucking piece of Massachusetts garbage that spent her whole fucking life getting jizzed in by racists who are fucking sixteen Sam Adams deep. You fucking slime ball. Just go to the ballpark and keep the glass up so the players aren't going to hear you call them the N-word. Well, that's what you're going to have to fucking, you're going to have to have a trade-off, Stephanie. 
Either you protect yourself or you fucking, you know, or you get to say the N-word loudly at fucking CC Sabathia. You can't have them both. You trash bag. She looks like a goddamn hefty bag came to life. Oh, look at her getting carted off the field on a fucking stretcher. Pay attention. But that's not. But that's not even the problem. Like to me, the, it's a twofold issue. It's not just pay attention, Joe. It's even if you were paying attention, the ball hit you. You can't sue. It's a game. Shit happens. Everybody's ruining everything for me. I can't fucking. I can't enjoy sports. I can't enjoy comedy. I can't enjoy fucking anything. The goddamn reality star who's in charge of the country just went into fucking North Korea. And got a fucking nuclear... It came to a fucking nuclear agreement. And the goddamn internet's like, That's bullshit. Like, Jesus Christ. I don't fucking like the guy. I think he's a fucking moron. I think it's a goddamn joke that he's the president of the United States. But the fucking... Can you imagine if any other president went there and they were like, Fucking North Korea says they're going to give up their nukes? Well, People be fucking jizzing in their faces. Well, that's what they're... They're saying that it's... There's nothing... There's no substance... To the agreement. Well, if they fucking... He went there. They're fucking friends. Like, aren't we supposed to be fucking... Is that the point? Is it supposed to be making allies with people? Obama got a fucking Nobel Peace Prize for carpet bombing weddings in Yemen. Can we talk about the silver lining of all that? Dennis Rodman. Let's talk about that to make it sports related. Did you watch his CNN thing? No. Cause I, cause I don't care. You can't. At all. Oh, I think it's. I didn't. I didn't watch it for one second. Oh, it's fascinating. Every single person tweeting about it. I don't give a it's shit. It's fascinating. It's Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but hold on. Don't you find it? Has the, he learned? It, it, no, no. I, haven't, hold seen, on a I haven't seen him talk in five years. Has he learned how to keep his lips out of his fucking mouth yet? Hold on a second. <laughs> the the thought of de- think about this. Let's just set this up. I know you're worked up today, but Dennis Rodman on CNN wearing a Make America Great hat. All his tattoos, also wearing a marijuana cryptocurrency shirt that he's promoting. Yeah. All while crying, also at the same time dissing Obama for saying none of this could get done. And how Obama, I'm saying there's so many factors that I just find so entertaining. Dennis Rodman's a moron. He played a role in this, though. Great. Dennis Rodman played a role in world peace. That's a fact. That's... He went there numerous times. He buddied up with Kim Jong-un. And here we are. And Dennis Rodman is a huge <laughs> Trump guy. He's a sl- I, I mean, I, why, why have I seen Dennis Rodman cry so many times? How many times have I seen Dennis Rodman snot pouring out of his nose? Carmen Electra didn't like it. <laughs> when I dressed up like a woman. <laughs> No one gives me credit for being a big three. You want to do last? Everything sucks. I'm so fucking... I, Man, I'm, you need to get on the road. Get ugh. the fuck out of here. You I can't to- wait to go to Tahoe. I'm going to go to the lake. I'm going to go fucking dive in the Dude, lake. You, you need- I'm going to go walk through the mountains. That's what I'm saying. You need nature. I'm going to go see the degenerates if I'm going to casinos. <laughs> you need nature. Maybe you I need, need heroin. That's what I need. Or a float lab. I'll buy. I'll buy you one. When you come back, they're only forty-two bucks. Would you do it if I paid for it? Sure, it's shit. But the thing is, I know the purpose, and but the thing you is, you got to go in with an open mind. Yeah, man. I'll go in with open mind. But then, it, yeah, all right, fine, I'll do it. 
I'll pay for it. Great. We'll go in together. I mean, we can't go in the same tank, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, there's one last call. I can't play it because it's – love you, A. Millie, but it's very tough to decipher. But I had to play it three times. And it's kind of maybe related to this this dumb chick who's suing. Most embarrassing sports moment Okay, is what he was trying to get to. He was struck out by a female in Little League, and he said it was his most embarrassing sports moment. Got it. Um, and I, I figured you probably had one. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple of good ones. Um, when I was in mm, eighth grade, maybe I, uh, when I was in eighth grade, I was uh, playing basketball, and I was a point guard, so I was guarding their point guard, and he went to drive by me, and I mean, I straight up, I stripped him. To the point where he was still heading to the basket, not knowing he didn't have the basketball. Yeah. And I was, like, when I say I was 45 feet from anybody else on the court going the other way, I mean, I was wide. It was like, people must have been like, what the hell just happened? A fantastic play by me, and I'm all alone, and I fucking duff the layup. (laughs) I missed the layup. And fucking, I I miss I was so all alone that I missed the layup and was able to get my own rebound, and then just as somebody got there, like I fucking miss another layup. Like I mean, that one was actually contested, but I miss miss another one and it goes out of bounds. And I was like, I can't. I was I was on the verge of tears when the ball went out of bounds because I was like so embarrassed at how open I was that I missed that layup. Yeah, uh, that was a bad one. And then another time, I think it was JV basketball, I uh, I tore off my warm-up pants to go into the game, and I hadn't put my shorts on. Yeah. And I was wearing uh, uh, Mr. Potato Head boxer shorts. <laughs> 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 and everybody comes to the JV games to watch the varsity game. You know what I mean? You're there, and you watch the JV first. People kind of mill in and, like, get there, just watch the second half, and then the varsity game starts. There's a whole pregame and everything. There's a bunch of people there getting ready for the varsity game, and I get announced to go in, and then I got to fucking pull my pants back on. But they're like this snap-off pants, so then I have them in my hands, and I can't. I had to like run out, run to the locker room, and get my fucking pants, get my shorts. You know, the first time I was ever really embarrassed, I was so little, but I vividly to this day remember it. I was on a soccer team. I was probably seven or eight back when I was actually good at soccer or when I played and like, but I was on, but I was on a shitty team. Like I was the alpha dog on our off. Even at the, even at that young age, yep. Kobe Bryant, you know, it's a team game, right? I knew at seven and eight, I was, I was just the best guy on my team. It didn't mean maybe I was the best player like in the league. It just meant I was on a shitty team. And I think I talked about this team. We were called the electric bananas. We were, we were yellow. Look at this. I got the electric banana on my shirt here. I know. And uh I feel like this is Kismet. I have actually I have some MeUndies banana boxers too. This is a wow. bana- this is banana day. That is. That's wild. It's bananas. So we're in a game and I get what is what it? What kind of fruit loop names the team the electric bananas, by the way? Hope you're never in a van alone with that guy. Well his son played in the team. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? A penalty? Kick? What's it called when like 
when you got the kick, right? A free kick? Penalty kick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, we just went over the World Cup. We don't even know the basic rules. Anyway, so well, like, penalty kicks when you have that when you have the free kick at the goal, and then just a free kick happens like after a foul, you kick it from like where you're alone, but but not just you and the goalie. This is when I was alone. You That's, and the goalie. Yeah, but but I'm a little kid, so I think yeah. the rules so you might the be penalty different. Penalty kick, right? I think it was called the dribblers league. You know, it's okay. a, you know. Anyway, the dribblers league. <laughs> I'm all stoked. I, I just I, see a young Andy Ruther with his bowl cut playing for the electric banana. He's like, fucking stoked. <laughs> About to rip a penalty shot. So I'm all ready. And, of course, the coach, when we had the penalty kick, he's like, Andy's kicking it. Of course, he's our guy. So, you know, I had that, that, that seven-year-old swag. I knew I was the guy. And uh, it was at Maddox Elementary Grade School. Right before, as I'm, you know, you, know, you step a few feet back as you go to kick. There apparently, which I didn't see in the ground, because it wasn't sticking out hard. There was a big rock, and I and I tripped over the rock. Now, normally, now you have to kick. Like if I tripped and fell, they would just let me kick. Yeah. But not only did I trip, my motion took me forward, and I barely touched the ball, and it went like a foot forward. I didn't actually fall. Does that make sense? Like I yeah. tripped, but my, my my right leg goes forward, and I hit the ball like a foot, and the ref's like, "Well, that's the kick." And then we lost the game, and I was so embarrassed that how, how could I trip over a rock and, like, talk about just putting someone's ego in check at, like, a young age. It was bad, man. <laughs> and that was your last day playing soccer. Basically. Or or this, or this. You oh. should have been like, oh, my leg. <laughs> oh, it's broken. That rock came out of nowhere. Red card. The red card. Or here's another one. In high school, you know, we were really good. I didn't start. I was backup cornerback, and we went up to Cleveland State Ignatius. They're like, if you if you follow Ohio football, they're, they're dominant. They I don't. They, they, <laughs> they had never been. We had never beat Cleveland State Ignatius. Yeah. Right? We go up there. We put up 50 points on them. I'm playing, which I never thought I'd be in the game. There's a deep fade. They still have their starters in. I'm right there with the receiver. I'm going up. He's going up. But it's, this is a guy like, bro, you got like four or five inches on me. He goes up, literally rips the ball away from me, like a Michael Irvin type guy. Yeah. Rips the ball away from me and waltzes into the end zone, and I fall on the fucking ground. And uh, I'll never forget our head coach because he didn't have a way of words. I go on the sideline. He looked at me, and he goes, Ruther, you had your chance, and you blew it. <laughs> To this day, my family laughs about that. That's funny. Like, thanks, coach. Now I'm going to go kill myself. I, I, had a, I had a situation when I was playing varsity basketball where I, uh, I, I didn't play a ton, and I, I, had a, I had a fantastic week of practice, and the coach was like, I'm going to put you in. Like, like you're going to get minutes this game. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, he told me, like, in advance. So in the, uh, in the first half, like – I would I would spell guys and I'd get in late in the game if we were up big, if we were down big, if somebody got in foul trouble. But he was like, "No, you're getting minutes." And it wasn't my fault on the pass, but some guy threw a pass and it and it like went off my fingers, bad yeah. pass, and it went off my fingers out of bounds. So I try to save it and I go to bounds and I dive and I save it over, like throw it back in. And I fall over the visitor's bench, and then my foot's, like, caught between, like, two chairs on the bench. And the ball's, like, <laughs> taken out of play. And I was caught so long in the fucking chairs that he had subbed me out before I could get it. It's like, he's like, fuck it. 
I'll put somebody else in. We'll get him out of the goddamn chairs. We'll worry about it later. He's like, we'll put you back in in the second half. But what the fuck was that? I was like, I was caught in the chairs. What do you want me to do? Wow. That's great. Well, those are the calls. The hotline is 310-359-8365. Go see my boy here. He's yeah. uh, If you're up in uh, Tahoe, Reno, that that area, Carson, uh, come see me this week. Uh, If you're listening to this, I'm already in uh, South Lake Tahoe. I'm at Harvey's Casino, the Improv at Harvey's. Uh, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. I think there's two shows Saturday. I'm right back here, and then I'm back uh, on the road to New York, New York, New Jersey, and back here. And then up in Washington. So go to JoePano.com. Check out my shows. Uh, if you've ever supported the show, if you've ever supported Joe Pano Takes the Stand, if you've ever supported the Vince Fund, uh, hit me up. Anytime there's guest lists, I try to get any dirt balls on. You know, got to keep the cult members happy. That's Every, right. Everybody gets an electric banana in the green room. Yeah. So go check out Prano Live at Fix Your Life. Uh, you can follow me at Andy Ruther. Uh, at the Dirty Sports. And yeah, guys, we got some great iTunes reviews recently. If you're a new dirtball, because we've gotten some new dirtballs that have DM'd me, I'll just leave an iTunes review. Takes two seconds, helps the show. And uh, again, support everything else. We have Dirty Slides, which is about to go to its own feed. We're about to make that I hope leap. you guys keep supporting. It's been tons of support for Dirty Slides so far. Yeah. Make sure you, you subscribe to the new feed when it, when it pops up. Uh, keep your eye on Twitter, keep your eye on Instagram. Uh, listen on this show, subscribe, rate, review, and subscribe to that when it happens. Yeah, love it. So uh, we're building some things over here. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the support, guys. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.